Okay, so you have a small business that you need to market, but you're not a marketer. So now what? Where do you start and what are you even supposed to do? Well, meet Engie. Engie is marketing software that simplifies marketing for small business owners. You can plan, organize, and get your marketing out the door and in front of your next customers fast. The best news? Engie is turning one on May 8th, so you can make marketing way more manageable for yourself for only $19 a month for your first year with the code BDAY. But don't wait. This offer ends on May 31st. For the first time since we've announced it. Yeah. Thank you guys all for listening and messaging us and telling you're listening. Yeah. Yes, you're listening. I honestly, I was like, my mom will like this. Yeah. My my husband still doesn't listen to it. Oh, mine won't ever. <laughs> but like, there's been like random people and stuff that I've never met before who've sent messages and they're like, I binge listened all the episodes and that just makes me so happy. I know. There's like, I mean, okay. According to messages that we've gotten, there's like, I don't know, maybe 15 people at least have listened to this. <laughs> I think it's a little more, <laughs> but it, yeah. Um, confirmed, and, confirmed listens from messages. Right. Taking yes. out our parents, at least. Okay. 15 to 20. Fair enough. Yeah. Um in case you haven't learned yet, I'm Samantha Welker. I'm Julia Wheeler. I know it's going to take a minute to get used to our voices. I still have a little bit of my sexy, sick voice. Mine's gone. Which, although it's actually now it's a new sexy, sick yeah. voice because toddlers. Yeah. Who can stay healthy these days? <laughs> no one. Um, so we took a few weeks off for travel and illness and mm-hmm. life things, but now we're back and we're going to get back into like a regular kind of schedule of sharing episodes. We have a lot of topics like that people have said they want to hear. So just a reminder to send those through on social media because we love them and we want to do them. Um, yeah, we, we want to do some kind of mailbag type of episode too, where we can just kind of rapid fire type Deal. I don't like that term, by the way. Rapid fire? Yeah. Oh. I, I mean, I like it just because I it, it's a visual. But it sounds so violent. True. <laughs> True. We're getting a little too political a little too quickly there, Jules. It's a little too early in the podcast. No, I'm okay. just kidding. Um, so now that we're back, it's yeah. been a while since we've checked in on what we're feeling pretty okay about. Oh my gosh. I know what you're going to say. Oh wait, no I don't cuz you're not feeling pretty okay about it. What am I? Well, I was just going to say No. <laughs> I was just going to say that we are both like I feel like it'll still be a good episode, but our brains are definitely elsewhere after last night's oh episode gosh. of Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah, we are recording this the day after Game of Thrones. Um The Longest Night, I think was yeah. that episode title no spoilers no spoilers but, but god 
damn it, my brain is... It's just, like, taking me a long time to process and come down from this. I still haven't processed it. I'm just, like, I'm internalizing it right now. I know I dreamt about it. Like, it's all I've been thinking about when I, like, stop, like, focusing on work stuff. I'm like, oh, yeah, remember when that happened last night? It was just, like, that was one of the most intense things I've ever felt in my life. I don't think I've ever watched TV and, like been shaking. I no. was physically shaking. I, like, just when they put that piano score yes. under it all of a sudden, uh-huh. and it was, like, no longer, like, intense battle music, I was like, oh, god damn it. And I just, like, didn't breathe for, like, 45 minutes, I swear. But <laughs> this is our Game of Thrones recap episode, Welcome everyone. to Game of Thrones is feeling pretty okay. <laughs> so, anyways, that was uh, a little sidebar yeah. on Game of Thrones. <laughs> You'll probably get those the next four episodes yeah. because we three. can't. There's only three left? There's only three left. Oh, God. I know. Okay. All right. Fine. <sighs> okay, Sam, tell me what you're feeling pretty okay about. I'm feeling pretty okay. I just got back from a work trip. Um, I went up to San Francisco for a quick trip. I'm usually there only for like two nights max, um, but I flew up on Wednesday and we hosted an event in the city on Thursday with this jewelry brand that was really lovely Maison Maru which I always butcher every name ever so I'm sorry but it was really great because we got to meet with a lot of people that I don't normally get to see face to face and so that made me feel really good um and it was just a really good time and then I had like the rest of the trip to myself, basically. We hosted this two-hour event, and then I was just on my own. So I went to so MoMA hilarious. for, like, four hours, and then just kind of walked around, went to bookstores, and, like, it was pretty dreamy. But it makes me sad that I don't get to see Taylor more face-to-face. But I do, I like these little trips where we get to have that in-person contact. Yeah, that helps so much. Yeah. I feel like I basically had the same thing last weekend. Um I guess what I'm feeling pretty okay about is I feel like in the time that we have been not recording, um, I la- we launched our new collection for Siesta Surf, yeah. and I also launched a new blanket for Gun and Swain, which is like a huge task for mm-hmm. me to tackle, especially doing it at the same time as like our huge launch of like, I don't even know how many pieces of swim we have this year but it's a lot I feel like it's more than 20 and so it was a lot of photo shoots to get all of this ready and a lot of email planning and PR planning and and then we had an event last weekend up at the Cleo Bella boutique and that was like a chance for me to be face to face with people I hadn't seen in literally years since I was pregnant with my two-year-old daughter so (laughs) Yeah, being face-to-face helps so much, and that was something we talked about. That was, like, a homework assignment. It was a homework assignment. A couple, on a couple yeah. episodes ago, so. Yeah. So, maybe that was me completing my art. That was us we completing did our homework. We completed our homework. Done. We networked. A plus. A plus for us. Yay. Air high five. um cool so Jules what are we going to talk about today this episode is going to be about how to pitch your business your brand whatever it is that that you have to offer um in a way that will make people want to work with you um no matter what it is that you have to offer if you're a blogger if you are a brand um 
I, if you're a photographer or whatever, um, I have had, I've worked on both sides as mm-hmm. like, you know, being a content creator, but then also having a brand. And then I also have in my background working in like on the corporate sales teams for the, the bigger companies that I've worked for. So I actually have some like funny like say like I did a lot of sales training God, like that meetings. sounds like my nightmare I know <laughs> but um so like even that I feel like kind of factors into like how I think about pitches so um we kind of just wanted to yeah talk about that this for an episode um so that people can you know successfully pitch themselves without making I don't know I just I get so many people and I know Sam does too like hitting us up in just like the most lazy ways (laughs) yeah that just are so off-putting and unprofessional yeah so and I just I'm like and not only is it annoying but I'm like and lazy honestly like so many people I just I'm like you're being really lazy why would I ever want to work with someone who just can't even like take the time to write a nice email right so anyway that's what we're going to talk about this episode cool we're going to use my least favorite word this episode oh gosh I know what you're going to say because it's mine too influencer oh oh that's not what you thought I thought you were going to say collab oh okay I I hate that term influencer (laughs) is my least favorite word um just because I'm not an influencer. I guess supposedly, not supposedly, but technically Glitter Guide is considered an influencer because we do work with brands and do campaigns and stuff. But the amount of people that are assigning themselves that title drives me up the fucking wall right now. I know. I hate, I hate the self, like the self, whatever, what did you just say? (laughs) Self-titled. Self-titled. Yeah. Thanks. Um term like influencer I think it's real it is kind of obnoxious when people are like hit you up and they're like I'm an influencer I was I'm like I'll tell you if I'm influenced by you and if I'm (laughs) influenced by you I would like to work with you like I do think that anybody can be an influencer I'm can be influenced by my mom to want to like buy a cute pair of shoes that she sends me like anybody can be an influencer but my mom would never be like, I'm an influence. Right. Here's my affiliate link. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, and don't get us wrong. There is nothing wrong with that being your business. You know, no. influencer marketing. Hello. It's like the wave of the future is what yes. we're doing. Um, it's just how you present yourself. Yes. And that's one of the things we're going to talk about for sure is how to present yourself in the right way when you're pitching yourself to brands to where they feel connected and they want to work with you. Mm-hmm. But Let's just toss the influencer word out the window when we're writing our pitches. Because it's not yeah. a job title. It's not your, like, your value to people is not an influencer. Yeah. Your value is, hey, I'm a mom. I'm, you know, here's what I love to do, DIY, blah, blah. Wherever you're pitching yourself, saying I'm an influencer isn't going to impress anybody. Literally no one. So, Jules, you get hit up all the freaking time by yeah. people. Mostly because they want free shit, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I get a lot of DMs that literally just say, would love to collab. <laughs> and that's it. And Done. I'm like, that's it? 
you you didn't want to at least tell me, hey, your swimsuits are so cute. Would love to take some photos at the beach. Like, usually what catches my eye is somebody, like, who actually makes an effort. Yeah. Instead of just saying, want to collab. Right. I'll tell you, first of all, what drives me crazy is when somebody messages me. <laughs> first of all. First see, of all, bitches. Yeah, yeah, she's doing the finger wag like yeah. there's a neck snap <laughs> happening here. <laughs> if you don't follow us, but you hit me up for free stuff. Hi. It's a no. <laughs> it's a hard pass right there. Like, you can't even... Be bothered enough to follow us. Yeah. To, which I know is like another thing for you guys with Glitter Guide, right? Like you guys kind of feel the same way. Yeah. For us, it's different because we don't have anything to give them in return. But if somebody is like wanting to work with you, but then they don't follow you, aren't you immediately kind of turned off by that? Oh, yeah, for sure. Because you want that like brand to brand connection. Yeah. Like you want to know that they're actually invested in you and that's why they want to work with you. Totally. But if they're not, they're it's like, oh, okay, you're just trying to use me for something. Yeah. Yeah. And then to go back to what Sam was saying before, like, you're, you have more to offer than just saying, I'm an influencer, I'm a blocker. The things that tend to catch my eye are when people say, hi, I'm a professional photographer, I have three kids, and we're going on a trip to Hawaii in a couple weeks. This is, like, literally one that I got (laughs) last week. And so you have just sold me on what your value is, you know, like you're a professional photographer. So you're telling me you can take high quality images for me. Mm-hmm. Um, you told me that you have kids that are the ages that I have sizes for. You told me that you're going to a pretty location where you, you're willing to photograph my product. Right. Great. Like, and if you're willing to offer those services in exchange for, you know, the clothing that your kids can wear while you're on vacation so you don't have to buy them new swimsuits. Great. That seems like if that feels like a fair trade for you and you're open to doing that work just for trade, great. I'm happy to send that product. And to be honest, I don't typically send out a lot of stuff to people that I've never worked with before. Right. Like when I get a cold call like that, but the things that sell me are people who have sold, like, their full yeah. value. The who, what, why. Like, yeah. what, who they are, what they're going to do, and why you should work with them, essentially, is what it is. Yeah. And it, then that this specific person told me, great, I will post photos while we're there and tag you. And when we're back from our trip, I'll send you a Dropbox link to all the images that I took. And I'm like, I love that Great. person. I know, right? I was like, this is so Can professional. I, hire you? <laughs> I know. It was so professional. It was so, and it wasn't, it, I'm sure it didn't take her more than, you know, five or six minutes to message me. And she's going to be taking photos of her kids on vacation anyway. She's right. going to have to buy them swimwear anyway. So great. Like it, it feels like it's, a good trade. I'm not asking her to do any specific types of photos. And, right. Yeah. You know, I'm not commissioning her for a full lookbook. Right. So. Yeah. I know because um, I did some like consulting side marketing help with um, Riley and Crew mm-hmm. and Sakura Bloom and a few other like mommy brands. Oh, yeah. And 
the amount of collab requests, first of all, that's the thing you have to consider too, is that brands are getting so many inbound requests for free shit all the time Mm -hmm. because now it's just a thing and it's popularized. And so people are like, cool, I'm going to throw something at the wall and see what sticks. So then that's when you start getting these mass unbranded emails. Yeah. Hey, I love your brand. I'd love to work with you. And my followers would really love your product. Yes. It's like you've clearly sent that email to 20 other brands right now because you couldn't even take 30 seconds to customize it. And that drives me bonkers. Yeah. Because you, it's so obvious when it is a, I mean, you could have easily just sent that to 100 people and BCC'd everyone and like. I've had that happen too. Yeah. Like really a BCC, come on. Totally. Like you take the time to, which is kind of like, this kind of goes into some of the like corporate sales training that I <laughs> I'm very have. excited about this part. I know. Um, but, you know, to actually like put in the effort and say, you know, what do you like about that brand? Or why do you want to work with that person? You know, like, like the example I just gave with that photographer. It's like, she she's telling me she likes my product. She wants to take photos of it. She wants her kids to wear it. And, you know, here's what they can do in exchange for you. It's just you have to sell yourself a little bit more than just being like, hey, I like your brand. Yeah. Send me free stuff. And there's so many entitled people out there. I feel like especially moms where you're like, hey, I have a cute kid. It's like we all have cute kids. It doesn't mean that we don't have to like buy our kid clothes sometimes, you know, like. Well, that's We're a, not all going to get it for free. You don't deserve yeah. free stuff just because your kid is cute. Yeah, and that's like that's a big thing to consider with it too is, like I said, I would get so many inbounds for yes. those brands. Like it's almost – it's not like a competition, but it's almost like a job interview. Like yes. you want to present yourself as the best candidate for it. Like so just by throwing out some generic, hey, want to work with you, I have X amount of followers, it's not going to impress anybody. No. You know? Um, you could have bought all of those followers for yeah, all we know. Yeah, 100%. And a lot of times they do. Uh-huh. That's another topic for uh, another day. Yes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, so, I mean, I, I think that's a good way to look at it is like a job interview. So you want to present yourself in the most – professional way possible and then like why you should be chosen essentially and that's a lot of what you talked about with the like sharing why you love the brand sharing what you can do for the brand because it's two-way street you Mm -hmm. know they've got to shell out money and product for you to get something in return yeah so if you're just you know sending a half-ass dm what is the point yeah and there's nothing i i feel like sending a dm it's it's not any more professional to send an email versus a DM. Like, I'm not opposed to getting hit up on DM. It's just put in some amount of effort, you know? Yeah. So do you want to talk about my corporate trust fall training? I'm really excited. <laughs> I am just going to sit back and listen because... Take note. I'm just really glad it's something I didn't have to personally experience. Uh, when I worked at Transworld, we were still, we were owned by, at the time, the merger was AOL Time Warner. Yeah. So we had this, there was this guy who worked on, I think he was, I can't, I think he was a Time Inc. guy. So like Time Magazines. He went around and traveled around the country. He was full-time employed by Time Inc. to do these sales trainings where he basically did like, 
fancier versions of like trust falls oh god and like led these sale like corporate sales retreats it was just so weird and so random so at these corporate sales retreats in between doing these like really weird trust fall exercises and then like drinking a lot at night um i actually did learn a few things and i remember a drunk trust fall probably (laughs) (laughs) i don't really remember Uh. (laughs) um but one of the things i remember at the time being like this seems cheesy but then the more i thought about it i was like actually it makes so much sense so one of our sales coaches talked about Um, And I know this is like it for anybody who works in sales. I think it's actually a pretty common thing. Mm. But finding finding somebody's pain point. Yeah. And then um, trying to figure out how you can come up with a solution for that pain point for somebody. Totally. So um, in the case of like siesta surf, I would say, okay, if you are going to come to us, you might think, um, their pain point would be, you know, every brand needs a lot of content to use on social media. Mm-hmm. So how can I solve that pain point for them? So if you're a photographer and you want to pitch your business and you want to pitch like a full paid lookbook for us, then actually sell that entire concept and yeah. put together I just had somebody else um, send us a pitch deck. They're going on a trip um, out of the country to a really beautiful location. And they have photos of the location where they're going. And then they have like different packages, like photo packages. Wow. And For their family trip? Yeah, but this is an influencer. Oh, Sorry, I said the word. word. I don't really know what else to, to call no, them. That's fine. But one of the things that like she does, it's like, okay, if you want this many photos, you know, it costs this much. If you want her to post on her Instagram while they're there, it'll cost this much. Um, so there were like a few different packages that you could Very buy. Smart. Yeah, and then I mean, and and then it says, you know, like all photos will be delivered by this date. The photos will be such and such quality. Um, like, you know, it really laid out everything that you could expect to receive yeah, and what you would get for your money. And that's, that's exactly what I think, you know, and that's, that's something that makes me want to actually pay money sure. for that. Like if I'm going to pay somebody money to shoot photos for us, I have to know what we're going to expect if I'm not going to be there. Yeah, well, and you're definitely more willing to take a second look at it Yeah, when it comes through if there's, like, those materials presented up front Mm -hmm. rather than just, like, hey, my family and I are going on a trip. Would you be open to sending me some, or some, what do you sell? Bathing suits. (laughs) (laughs) I think that especially for bloggers or influencers, photographers, content creators, that is if you are going to be reaching out to a brand um, and, you know, I, I think it helps to be, be very specific, not even just having a media kit. I know that those are really big for people, mm-hmm. but I think it's great to have that. I definitely yeah. think it's very professional and good to have that. Agree. But part of that is also you're really only selling somebody on your numbers. Right. Um, I 
I will say, I think it's helpful to say if you do have an actual blog with a large, you know, a large amount of traffic, if you have more than just Instagram, it always, to me, is a little bit more appealing if you're open to pinning on Pinterest, doing an actual blog post. Right. Professional photos, like anything you can do to upsell yourself is great. Besides just saying, I have X number of followers. Yeah. So, because that to me, like we kind of talked about, it doesn't, isn't always that impressive. Yeah. It's not holding as much weight these days. Yeah. Especially because now brands, I mean, this is another topic for another day again, but like brands are wanting more so engagement than they are quantity of numbers you know totally yeah engagement is definitely big so when you're pitching yourself your idea whatever it is um I'm not opposed to hearing an idea like I said over dm but an email definitely can make it more professional so um and then you know it always is nice to have um some sort of like email chain to refer back to like if you guys have made kind of like a casual agreement over email that's easier than instagram dm so um so uh, here's another thing this is like another like sales training (laughs) tactic so start with them don't immediately Mm -hmm. talk about yourself right so what do you like about that brand? Or if it's Glitter Guide, why do you love Glitter Guide? How long have you been reading Glitter Guide? How long have you been a fan? Why do you like it? Um, talking about why why you like that brand mm-hmm. shows somebody that you're invested in them, you're paying attention, um, <clears throat> and you're not talking about yourself totally. first. It kind of makes somebody be like, oh, cool, you actually do know who I am. Um, so I believe you when you say you really do want to work with me. Yeah. Um, and then kind of going into the, the pain point that I'm doing air quotes. <laughs> so you don't have to actually say pain point. That's the thing that I always thought sounded so weird. I'm like, pain point? I'm not in pain. Well, it's very elevator pitch. Right. Like lingo. Yeah. Did you ever totally. have to work on elevator oh, pitches? Yeah. Of course I did. This is just like a more low key mm-hmm. elevator pitch, essentially. Because like exactly. an elevator pitch is very structured. Like, what's the pain point? Ask them mm-hmm. what their pain point is. Then fill in what you do and how it's going to benefit them. Very similar. A little more corporate. Yeah. But yeah. But it's like the concept is good. I yes. mean, it is a good concept. So, you know, you're you are then after you have told them why you're invested in the brand or whoever it is that you're pitching, then saying like, you know, here's what I have to offer. Right. And here's what I, you know, here's the plan that I've laid out for, you know, and the plan doesn't have to be super detailed. It can be like three bullet points, like the examples that I've been giving are just kind of like, we're going on this trip or we're doing this or, you know, I would like to shoot these photos for you. And, you know, in exchange, I'm looking for product. I'm looking to be paid. Right. I think really laying that out specifically what you're looking for in exchange is helpful. I did just have somebody hit me up the other day and wrote like a really nice message over DM. And they said, you know, would love to work with you, whatever. And I, I, I immediately, it was somebody I actually had already followed. And I was like, cool. Yeah, I would love to send you some product. 
And then I never heard back from her. And I went back to the message the other day because I was like, I wonder why I haven't heard back from her. I told her to send me sizes and I went back and I reread it. And she had said, let me know if you're interested and I can send you our media kit. Uh, And I was like, oh, I totally glossed over that whole part. And so that, I mean, I don't know if it was the delivery of how or... I just wasn't reading, but <laughs> but I, I mean, I think it definitely is important to be very clear yeah. up front. If you want to be paid for your services, that's totally great. But I do think if she had been very specific up front instead of just casually saying, I'll send you our media kit. Right. That's um, like an underhanded way to be like, I'm only working for paid. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I think... Had I read that first, it would have stood out a little bit more. So there's nothing. I think it's great, you know, wanting to be paid for your services. Totally. Um, But you just have to be very explicit about what your expectations are up front. And if you want to be paid, then you need to sell the value, too, and be very professional about that. I will say if you want to be paid... And that's your intention. Like, if you're reaching out for product, that's one thing. But if you want to be paid, do it over email. Yeah. Don't do it over DM. I think, like, because at that point, it's a business transaction. Yeah. You need to do it in a more professional manner. Agree. Because, I mean, sending the immediate kit up front, like, it's very easy to find somebody's email, like, right from, you know, like, an Instagram page or go to the website. Yeah. You know, put in a little bit of legwork. To send, you know, send over an email that says, hey, my name is such and such. We follow each other on Instagram. Yeah. Um, I love your swimwear. Would love to work with you guys this summer. I've attached our media kit because I I would love to do part trade with you. I mm-hmm. And I really love your brand. I, I would be willing to do a post for you guys, you know, two posts and five stories for $500. Whatever it is. Yeah. But like... Spell it, really spell it out and be specific about what you, about what the transaction is going to entail. Right. So when you have people pitch to you, this is something I'm curious about because we don't get this too terribly often, but I remember getting it with Riley and crew and Sakura Bloom, um, the people who would come in with 800 followers Mm -hmm. and be like, my audience would love to see my kids wearing your product. Mm -hmm. How do you feel about those kind of pitches? It, it's, I don't know. I think it goes back to what I said earlier about people thinking that because they have a cute kid, they deserve free stuff. Right. And it's just, you know, and because you learned how to use some Lightroom filters (laughs) and, you know, like. They're using a color story, flashes of delight. That's true. Filter pack. Hashtag. Available on a color story (laughs) app. (laughs) Sponsored. Um, Hashtag sponsored. (laughs) But, you know, a lot of people can take really good photos these days. People have nice phones. And they know how to use a filter. And, you know, they it's it's not that hard. So it's like, yeah, you have a cute kid. You can take some decent photos. Yeah. But, like, the thing that is missing from something like that is, like, what do you have 
to offer somebody in What exchange. makes you unique. Yeah. And it's not just obviously people with kids, but people who are pitching themselves, you yeah. know, as an influencer. Like, because that's what we mostly get are people who are like, they want to share their business. They want to use Glitter Guide's platform to help grow their own audience. Right. But like, you know, to just be like, hey, I think your audience would really love what I'm doing. It's not, it's it's not, not a good sales enough. point. No. I think you have to to be much more specific. I know you just got a pitch that was kind of like this, but, but you know, somebody saying... Like, <laughs> I send Julia all my bad pitches. <laughs> yeah, we send each other our bad stuff. Like, look at this. But somebody who actually, like, said, you know, I read such and such article on your site. I loved it. If you do something else like that, I think this wellness product would be a good fit in a yeah. wellness roundup like such and such. Um, at least you sh- they showed that they were invested True. in the site. They read an article. They figured out how to fit their brand or whatever it was that they were selling into that type of content. Yes. For Glitter Semi-organically, Guide. Semi-organically, too. Exactly. Yeah. And so some for somebody like Glitter Guide, if you are pitching your, your brand or whatever it is, like... What are you, can you take, you know, photos and send Mm -hmm. over, like, are you a wellness guru or whatever? Like, pitch whatever, like, the specific article that you want to write. Like, be super specific about it. It doesn't always mean that it's going to be ultimately a good fit, but take a little bit of time to, to sell yourself. Yeah, we actually got a pitch the other day um, through, like, a a contact form submission on the site Mm -hmm. from a gal who wanted to work with us and kind of promoting her business, but making it like a collab effort. Mm -hmm. And she wrote just like the friendliest email that was like, Hey, Taylor and Sam, I've been following for X amount of years. I really love that you guys do this, this, and this. I do this. Here's how I'd like us to work together. And it was just like so thoughtful and genuine. Mm -hmm. You know, it was very clear that like, yeah, she had been following the brand for a while. Yeah. Um, That we did it, whereas it wasn't necessarily something that we would have done otherwise. Mm -hmm. But we did it because for us, what we got out of it was building community with our our followers mm-hmm. and it, if it was like a good piece of content for you that you guys were able to use with <laughs> without having to pay for it or or uh, you know and every and the exchange was fair right because everybody got something out of it and yeah you're happy for that then great yeah um i i will say you know it can be, and I know a lot of people have experienced this and I've had people specifically say this and I've experienced it myself. If you offer your services for free, mm. it is going to be hard for you to ask for money later. Right. So to just be kind of careful with what you're willing, how far you're willing to go. Yeah. Um, on the brand side, you know, for small brands, my brands are really small. I don't have a lot of money to pay for content. Right. I kind of pay for a specific photo shoot throughout the year and, and that's kind of it. And I don't pay influencers to do posts like Instagram posts for us. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> But up, if you are up front, you know, and say, I, 
I'm happy to do this like one time. If I reach out to a blogger, influencer, whatever word you want to use and say, (laughs) hey, I would love to send you some swimwear for your kids. You know, I typically will say like no obligation to post. Would just like to see if you like it. Mm -hmm. And if they take me up on it, I if if they're somebody who would like to charge me later, it's always good to hear from somebody if they kind of set a boundary and right. say, I, re- I do love your stuff, so I would be happy to get a package from you and see if I can fit it in a post somewhere, you know, yeah. without without setting expectations that it's for sure going to happen. Right. And even say up front, like typically for something like this, we would charge for a post but since we really like you um you know we're happy to see if we can fit it in somewhere yeah so you you know up front oh okay there is already a value on it but Mm -hmm. they're willing to potentially do some trade here right well and I know it's hard too because when like bloggers and brands are first trying to kind of build their following you know it's hard to come in with 3,000 followers and be like cool here's my rate you know because brands aren't going to pay for that's like micro 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 influencers at this point but I think that you're right that having that like that kind of preface for it like yes I would I would love to work with you on this for product exchange right now Mm -hmm. in the future here's like what it'll cost I like that approach a lot um so to summarize kind of (laughs) I think we had a lot of like different points but um try to if you need if you want to start the conversation over like a dm um that's fine and as a brand I'm not totally opposed to it if you want to get paid email email um be professional have a powerpoint deck um summarize that deck beforehand with like a couple bullet points of what they can expect to see you know inside that way if you summarize it with bullet points it makes them want to open it if they're interested um have a portfolio site or a blog or something where they can see all of your work but besides just your instagram right um really show your value in in your pitch um your value beyond your follower count. Yeah. And if you don't know your value beyond your follower count, figure that out first before you start pitching yourself. A hundred percent. Write your pitch out Mm -hmm. and like start marking down what you think you have to offer because having that like written out and it is the same as an elevator pitch because the purpose of those is to help you understand what you're doing essentially you know like what you have to offer so if you haven't done that yet that's a big first step you need to take agree I mean and that can work for a brand trying to pitch yourself your your brand to media or to a retailer you know this could work this can work for more than just like this you know Instagram collaboration yeah and it's it's not to say that like Instagram following isn't a big component because it is Mm -hmm. for a lot of brands but an influencer is not a job it's not a title it's not you're not serving a purpose essentially Mm -hmm. it you influence people because you have great style Mm -hmm. or they love to see what you're doing with your kids you know there's you got to dig a little deeper than just saying people like me and people follow me (laughs) um 
And and show people that you are invested in their brand. Yeah. If you want to pitch your business to Glitter Guide, be following them on Instagram. Be up to date on, you know, their their most recent posts. Subscribe to their emails so you can <laughs> subscribe to that email list uh-huh. <laughs> uh, so that you can, you know, actually be somewhat invested in what they're doing so you know that you are a good fit for them right well and so don't you think too like shouldn't you only be pitching yourself to brands that you are following and invested in 100 because otherwise you're just kind of trying to grab and get free shit totally and that's like there's a lot of those yeah and that is such a good point because for me I mean, especially for Siesta, because we are a swimwear swimwear brand, Mm -hmm. I tend to want to work with people who are at the beach a lot, who, you know, are, if you're going on a trip to Hawaii or to Barbados or wherever, like... I want to go to Barbados. I know. Let's go. (laughs) Let's do it. Sponsor us. Podcast on the road. Yes. (laughs) Um, But... Yeah, so, I mean, all of those things, like, that tells me that, you know, if somebody reaches out to us for that specific purpose, it makes me want to do that because it ties in with my brand. Like, yes, it's swimsuits, like, not just in a backyard pool, it's swimsuits in, or shorts in, you know, these really cool locations that I can't shoot a lookbook at. Yeah. So, so yes, be invested Find somebody, you know, who is truly a good fit for you. Yeah. And for brands, too, make sure you do your research. Yeah. Like, go through their profiles. Make sure that their values align with your values. Because the last thing you want, you know, is to send product to somebody and then have them wear it to, like, a Trump rally or something. (laughs) It's a really good example of what could potentially happen with this kid swimwear brand. Yes. (laughs) Um, but yes, um, also don't do it in a mass email. Yes. Don't send it through MailChimp. (laughs) Don't, I know I got one through MailChimp today and I'm like, really guys? I will say that every once in a while when I was, um, consulting for Riley and Crew or Sakura Bloom, I would get the same email on both accounts because I was consulting at the same time (laughs) and so they'd send the same pitch email to both accounts and I'd like respond from both and be like hey Hey, it's Sam again (laughs) it's me again we just talked over here (laughs) oh my gosh don't be lazy is kind of the moral of the story but really I mean that's that I think that's true and then also it kind of ties into what our homework is what's the homework um our homework is to basically put together your elevator pitch your or your you know whatever it is that you're spend 30 minutes 40 minutes Mm -hmm. thinking about how you would pitch yourself or your brand or your product or your services to someone um so and and like sam said like think about what your true value is what do you have to offer as yeah. as a brand as siesta if i'm going to be pitching myself to a large retailer you know what what can i what can i say like i truly am going to do this right uh, i have a retailer that i want to pitch and i'm going to to sit there and do my homework and yeah. think about you know like why why should they carry our brand in their mm-hmm. store besides just sending them here's our line sheet here's yes. the cute styles that we have like 
Why would we be a good fit for them? Right. And you talked about this in the beginning of the episode, but like when you're doing your pitch, you always want to start with that pain point. Mm -hmm. So like yours, you know, is like there's a limited amount of brands selling X quality type. I don't really know what your elevator pitch is. This is your business. Yeah, I know. Oh gosh, I should do this. I'll, I'll write it for okay. you. Um, you know, but I Sam, mean, will you do my homework for me? Mm-hmm. Yes. I will. I will. You got to pay me though. Um, I'll send you my media kit. But <laughs> um, I mean, it's. We'll put it in the show notes too. Like the oh, steps yes. you need to have in it because it helps to have it kind of visual mm-hmm. visualized because an elevator pitch essentially is very templated mm-hmm. um, for a reason because they've been around for a long time and it works yeah. and I once had an elevator pitch for a company um, that was so long the guy wrote the CEO wrote it and it was so fucking oh my long gosh. that um, our friend Jacob worked at the same company uh-huh. our friend Jacob who's an amazing musician in the band Mrs. Magician, which if you don't listen to them, you oh, should. Um, he had to write a link it in the show notes. I'm going to link it. <laughs> um, he had to write a rap for it. No. Yes. For I the hate company that. to memorize it no. because it was so long. And if okay. it's that long, the whole point of an elevator pitch is that you pitch your business to way back up. If you have had no corporate sales yeah. training at all, the point is you should be able to pitch your business or make your pitch on an elevator ride to right. somebody. Someone so says, you need what to do you do? Yep. Boom. Until you get to your floor. Without rapping. <laughs> Without rapping. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's so bad. So bad. So we'll put we'll put some uh, templates in the show notes and help you kind of map your own out. But I, it's a big, important thing for a brand to do. It is. A hundred percent. And... A photographer and a whatever, whoever you are, content creator. Yeah, no, anybody, any you brand, any know business. Know your value, yep. know what the point is of all of this that you're what doing. What makes you unique, why yep. people should hire you over the other person mm-hmm. is really what it is. Please don't send a... Nudes. <laughs> no? That's not what I was going to say. Oh. <laughs> Well, maybe it's something to consider. <laughs> well, if that's what your value is, then you should do it. It is. I highly value nudes. All I was going to say is don't send. This is like the, the bane of my existence is people just sending a one-off dumb DM that says, want to collab. Yeah. Don't do it. I hate it. It's so fucking lazy. It is. Um. Thank you guys for listening. Yeah, thank you. And thank you to everybody who's already left reviews and subscribed to the podcast. Like, we didn't even have to ask for that. And that just makes me love you, our sweet, sweet friends and random people that I don't know. Thank you, Internet. (laughs) Thank you, Internet. Um, Um, So if you like the podcast, please go do that. Yes. Um, Rate and subscribe. That's good for us. Um, Follow us on Instagram at Pretty Okay Podcast. That's okay, A-Y. And for show notes and my bio that I haven't sent Sam yet. Just call me El Jefe. Just call me El Jefe. (laughs) If you don't know what I'm talking about, please go to the website and read Julia's bio. (laughs) Prettyokaypodcast.com. Yep. Uh, And definitely send us some DMs or do we have an email we do we have an email but we also have a contact form on the site okay so like send us a quick note through the site if you just have like a one-off question or anything we're gonna start compiling those for that mailbag 
episode that we're eventually going to do. Yeah. We have so many topics on deck. It's ridiculous. I know. I love it. We have so much to talk about. I love that, like, once we launched it, all of you guys were sending us stuff you wanted us to talk about. Yeah. So. It's great. Keep sending them because we'll, we're organizing them in, you know, we'll either do it in a mailbag or we'll, we're getting some common themes here and yes. putting them together in full episodes. So. Yep. Cool. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Okay. Don't send nudes. Send all send the nudes. Send Sam. <laughs> At Samantha Walker. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>